Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone, late with my scheduled podcast again. Not good for a project manager, is it? So to carry on from where we were last week when we were talking about project roles, it wasn't until I finished up the um, podcast episode that I realised there were some more key people that you might have on your project team. So this week I'm talking about those project roles in part two. So on your team, you might choose to have a change manager. Now, a change manager is someone who is going to manage and be all about understanding the change impact. So remember last week, I talked to you about the understanding or a few weeks ago, I talked to you about the understanding of the as-is state, like how things are currently and then where you want them to be. Well, that gap and the change and what that means for the people involved in this business business process, business system, the business full stop, whatever it is that you're changing, they're going to be impacted by your project, by your project change. And so it's the change manager's role to understand the change impact. And the sort of document that they're likely to create from this understanding is a change impact assessment. And from there, they will draw up a change management plan, a strategy, a communication strategy, might mean training strategy. Don't be fooled here, though. This is not just about training. This is all about communicating the change, bringing people on the journey of the change and that impact and what that means. That's what a good change manager is going to do for you. Now, interestingly, as I mentioned last week, when I started in my own um, project management career, I was doing my own change management. And so it doesn't take rocket science to do the change management. And it is a very, very important part of any project and project change. Without this change management managed in a really good way, you're going to have people who are not happy with the outcome of your project and that will impact on the benefits. And so keep in mind that a change manager or someone managing the change on your project, it's a very, very key role. And I'm not just saying that because I've been a change manager. Believe me, as I said, I've been on the other side of it where I've been managing the project and managing the change and it's not an easy thing to do And it's an important part of the project successful rollout delivery to the business. Now, the other thing you might hear about is a streamlead. And of course, streamleads are generally on larger projects where you have individual teams or groups of uh, teams that are working on specific areas of your project that might be to do with a specific system or specific pieces of data or specific legislation or specific whatever it is there will be a stream that will be responsible for managing a piece of your project and generally on larger projects what you will have is a stream lead so someone that manages the teams within that work stream They'll have a set of deliverables for the stream as a whole. They might then break those down into smaller task groups or project 
teams that will be working on them, but the stream lead is managing a particular stream. So you might have a technology stream. Well, you'll have a stream lead that manages all of the technology groups, the technology teams that are working to bring together the, the technology piece of your project. You might have a legal stream lead and there might be two or three legal teams working on your project. You might have a marketing team lead because you might have marketing teams that are working on delivering your project. And so the stream lead is just the person responsible for all of the teams that, that are underneath them managing different pieces of the project. Another key person that you might have on your project team, and this is especially true if you're working on a technology project, is an architect. And I'm talking specifically here about an IT architect. I had always underestimated the value of having an architect on my team until I realized how valuable they were when I wanted to question things that I was being told or how the teams, what the teams were telling me in terms of deliverables or how things could be delivered or you know what could and couldn't be done. My architect was my best friend. And so your architect is going to be the person that's going to look at your project and say, hmm, maybe this is the best way to go about it. They're the ones that are going to give you some suggestions and ideas. Of course, in the IT architect space, they're going to talk to you about systems, specific systems or pieces of systems that, that they're aware of that can help solve your problem. But more generally, an architect will help you look at your overall project and help you gain some understanding of how you might be best to deliver it. So they're like the person that's going to draw up the plans, just like in normal building terms, an architect is the person that draws up the plans at the start of the project. And your architect here on your other projects is going to be the same. They're going to be someone that's going to help you plan out and map out the best way to undertake your project. And then in your role as the project manager, you will manage the delivery based on that particular plan that your architect set out. So don't underestimate the value of having an architect on your team. They're very, very good sounding boards. They're very, very good as people that usually have a lot of knowledge and understanding. And so if, if you find that you are struggling and you're looking for someone to be your sounding board, go talk to an architect. Now, the other person that's going to be on your team, or you might have uh, several of them, are your subject matter experts. These people will generally come from the business side of the project because they're the people that have the subject matter knowledge that relates to the business, the business process, the business systems, the business um, operating processes, the way that the business interacts with its customers, the way that the business expects the outcomes to be from a business perspective. And so these subject matter experts are people with a lot of knowledge that you can dive into, you can ask them questions, you can validate your thinking, you can query them in relation to you know, if we did things this way, what do you think is going to be the impact as an example? So subject matter experts are very, very useful on your project team. Now, be warned, subject matter experts can sometimes be the biggest blockers on a project in my own experience. Why is that? Because they think they are the only people that know how the business operates and they don't want you to upset the equilibrium. They don't want you to mess with the way things are. So these people can sometimes 
be the people that you need to get on side if you're going to manage your change. That's just an aside. Just be aware that subject matter experts can sometimes be quite difficult to work with at times because they do believe that they know best and they know the only way that things should be done. They might counter a lot of where you're coming from or what you want to do because it is different and it is about change. And so just be, be wary of that when you engage subject matter experts on your project. Now, the other person that you might have working on your project is a governance lead or a governance coordinator. I'm, you know, I'm not sure what you might call this governance person, but it will be a person whose responsibility it is to be in the role of governance. What does that mean? That means this person oversees the process of your project. Are you putting in change requests when you're wanting to change something that's different from your business case or your business requirements? Are you reporting in the correct way? Are you reporting accurately? Are you delivering the right amount of communication? It's like they're the, the auditors of your project and they will be checking to make sure that all of the governance is correct and that you are following the best possible um, project practices when you are managing your project. Don't be scared of these people. They are there as an auditor and what I found is that they are very, very useful and very, very helpful to show me where I've slipped up if I've missed something. And the best part about it is if they tell me I've missed something and I can tell them why I've missed something, tick box, no problem. And at least then we're validating that I am not just deliberately missing out on delivering a particular piece of reporting or a particular piece of communication just for the fun of it. There will always be a legitimate reason why I hadn't delivered and my governance officer, governance um, coordinator is, is uh, usually on side when I, when I explain what's going on. So these are some more of the key people that you might have on your project. As I said, it's going to depend on the size of your project as to how many of these people actually function and operate on your project. Some of these people might be part-time on your project. Be aware that that's possible too. And understand that for every one of these people that you bring on your project, there's going to be a cost. Sure, if they're internal people, then there might not be an open and outward cost involved from your budget perspective. And yet again, there always is because these resources generally have to be replaced unless you get approval from their managers and hires up that it's okay for them to take a particular amount of their business as usual time to work on your project. So be very mindful of that when you are opting to have these different people working on your project and supporting you. Yes, it's for the business's benefit. And if you can show the business that it would be of benefit to have these people on your project and supporting you in delivering the project, by all means, go and have them. Just be mindful that you will probably need to put that case forward in order to get the support to have these people work with you on the project. Okay, I hope that clears up some understanding and fills in some gaps for you if you weren't sure about the roles and what these people do and why they're there to help you. If you have any more roles that you want to understand that I haven't talked about in these last two podcast episodes, please just reach out and um, podcast at projectmanagementinsight.com and leave me a message and I will endeavour to cover those particular role topics in future podcast episodes. Okay, keep on delivering. Till next week.
Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. Thank you.